Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the final word, T20 World Cup Daily, day 15, 16, 16, day 16 Comes of the right tournament. Comes right after 17. <laughs> right after first. Uh, we're in Brisbane, Jeff Lemon and Adam it Collins It is so nice with you. to be back in Brisbane. Yeah, it's warm, it's pleasant, it's It's been balmy. cold everywhere we've gone, if I'm honest. I haven't been warm since I arrived back in this yeah, country. Nor, nor me. And now I'm warm again. Um, the show is brought to you by cbussuper.com.au. Uh, that mob, making hard work pay off. Australia versus Ireland today. It was the only game. Only one game today. Imagine that. A day with one match. That's the only one we have to talk about. And, uh, well, it started off with the Australians needing to pump the Irish for net run rate. Adam, what happened in 30 seconds or less? Yeah, the sweet, sweet net run rate's what they were after. And in the end, they kind of get what they were after, but nowhere near the extent to which we thought they might. They make 179 principally due to a 48 ball, I think it was 63 from Aaron Finch, striking at 143, which mm-hmm. provides a bit of respite for him. However, he and maybe two others have done hammies. More on that later. Um, with the ball, they had Ireland at one stage 25 for five. Game over, you think. Mm-hmm. Then Lorcan Tucker makes 61 not out. Let's make that 71 not out. Mm-hmm. And they don't had they not done themselves a mischief with the strike in the third last, third last, fourth last overs, he might have had a chance of doing something special. In the end, they lose by 32 runs, but might have been 42 runs, something like that. Yep. But um, they're all out for 137. You do the math. Yeah, yeah. You do the math. 40, 42. 42. Yeah. So Australia get the two points. Mm-hmm. They get the net run rate. Still in the still in still the red. Still in the negative. Yeah. Still in the red, and they're still behind England. And mm-hmm. if England wins tomorrow, that'll be an issue going into the Afghanistan game. Yep. But in hindsight, I'm glad they haven't done it all tonight because that's going to make that Afghanistan game in Adelaide extremely interesting to follow Yeah, because it might be that Australia because I think England play their last game after Australia play their last game Right. so they won't know exactly what, what the they're chasing be. But which they by will the way know... does pose an argument about whether all those games should be played simultaneously yeah simultaneous loving baby because you could Two or I mean three. I'm not saying anyone would but one could you do things that me. aren't quite Mm-hmm. Good. You, oh, 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 okay. Well, like there might be incentive to... Um, well, that's why the Premier League will mm. have all their games starting at the same time okay. on the final day, because sure. you can game situations. Anyway, imagine, I don't want to get into that. Imagine if there was a Premier League, but it was just the state premiers up against each other yeah. in some sort of contest. That would be, you know, I'd watch that. Yeah, I mean, I'll take... I'll take um, to, uh, alive and dead. Mm. You know, it's not just... Because obviously a lot well, of yeah, former premiers... Yeah, you can't premiers. just have the current eight. No, no. Yeah. So... I'll, I'll have Jack then Lang. Then making the eight is no achievement. No, I'll have I'll have I'll have Jack Lang, mm-hmm. Joan Kerner, and John Kane Senior mm-hmm. in my dinner party. Joan Joan Kerner singing "I Love Rock and Roll" on the Late Show. Still feel feel like she was stitched up there. Yeah, polka dot dress and all that. Although she did do it herself. She had um, 
her treasurer were there playing as well, playing Egasar, which is one of the funnier bits of that. <laughs> anyway. So, look, the game Where today, are we? The we're in Brisbane. Today, okay, we're in Brisbane. And, and this is the thing, right? If England lose to New Zealand tomorrow, then the net run rate thing doesn't matter. True. So maybe true, it true, doesn't true. matter, you know, provided... It's going to rain tomorrow, by the way. It'll rain during the day and it should be okay for the evening, is my oh, understanding of things. Okay. And also it's Brisbane, which means it will absolutely <laughs> see apostrophe NT it down for about the entire, uh, like for a, a couple of hours and then it'll stop. That's my, that's my, okay. that's my understanding of things. Um, right. But, but it means that maybe net run rate's important, maybe it's not. And if it is important, then you were pretty nice to the Australians. I think they botched it and they botched it hard tonight. Number one. Okay, it's hard when the other team says we'll bowl first because ideally you want them yeah, to you can't bat first yeah. and bowl them out and chase it in eight overs and all the rest of it. But when the other team says we'll bowl first, fine, you've got to make 200 plus and you've got to bowl them out for sod all. Uh, Australia botched it with the bat, 179 wasn't enough. They had a couple of pretty uninspiring performances. They had players who soaked up too much of the strike and couldn't get things going. Um, and, you know, the Irish bowled okay, but nothing particularly special. And then with the ball, they're five for 25, as you pointed out. If, it, if Australia keep Ireland to 80 or less then they go past England in terms of net run rate today. It would have been and useful having had, you as our statistician on the radio call. They had the you opportunity. You were speculating like, oh, maybe about 100. Maybe on, about 100. Well, yeah. Look, Let us know on social media. wouldn't have a Scooby. <laughs> about 100 would still have been good. 104 <laughs> would have had Australia in the positive. You know, So about 100 would still have been good. 80 or under would have been even better for the Australians. They would have been ahead of England. And Can it make Eng me feel better? And then England would have had to beat the teams that they're trying to beat by more than Australia beats the next team okay. that they're trying to beat and so on and so forth. Five for 25 and they let Lord and Tucker get into the game uh, come and see, I don't even know if you could call it a drop catch I'm not sure if he got a hand to it but he circled around underneath it and didn't take yeah, one back with the flight and then Lord and Tucker peeled off an absolutely magnificent innings yeah. it got better and better to watch as he went on he put together partnerships where everybody else made bugger all in the partnerships there was one with Mark Adair there was one with Big Bad Barry McCarthy and second high and there score was, a, was the Gareth, one Delaney that, Gareth Delaney 14, 14. 14 out of a partnership of 40-something. Um, to give you a sense of how things were going, Mitchell Stark bowled a double wicket maiden in his first over, and then Lorcan Tucker took him for seven boundaries. I mean, he just played outstandingly. The way he backed away outside, his leg stumped to create room, drove through the covers, that incredible threaded drive that went between extra cover and mid-off, like yeah, no yeah. gap there, just pierced the middle. The little, he, um, he played the flick over his shoulder for four off Mitchell Stark as well, who's bowling heat. Uh, he put Josh Hazelwood in the second tier of the stand. Yep. I mean, 71 not that takes out him doing. from 48 balls, something like that, yep. and 71 of the best. It was an outstanding innings. And like you said, that point with three overs to go, they needed 48 off the last three overs you're like well, it's possible it's not probable but it, he could do it the way he's going and then Barry McCarthy hits one to deep mid wicket yeah. he's out Tucker can't get back on strike and eventually there's a run out as he's trying to get back on strike yeah, I was kind of I was pissed that mm. last ball of the what must have been the 17th over they took the single they took the two yeah. they took the two they took the... so so well, they, no, Tucker's on one. strike. No, this is earlier, over oh, before. Yeah. Tucker's on strike and takes the two. Mm. Puts, puts McCarthy Big Bad Basler, Barry McKenzie, first suck of the sauce bottle on strike, mm -hmm. um, who hits one out the screws to deep mid-wicket, by the okay. way. Steve Smith, you know, right on it. If it's one, one, one or two metres either way, it's, it's probably four or six. But nevertheless, I just think that was... And Tucker played splendidly. And I, yeah. I, I want to reiterate everything you said there, but... Match awareness. Match awareness. And then the next over, he lets Josh Little take a single. Off the last ball. Off the last ball. After yeah, having so faced consecutive four overs. So that, that, yeah. that over, that 17th over, goes wicket from the first ball, four dots, single, to give up the strike. Yeah, I so mean, it's it was in not... two consecutive overs, he missed the chance to start the over on yeah. strike, having 
in the previous yeah. over taken Hazelwood and Stark for a bunch he of runs. 17 off Stark's previous yeah, over. and Hazelwood's the previous over to that. So And yep. they knew that in overs 18, 19, 20 that Maxwell was going to have to buy one of them. Now, in the end, Maxwell bowls one ball yep. to start the 19th over as our light goes out. Ignore that. Um, but the um, There is a light that never goes out, but it's not yeah. this one. Yeah, double-decker bus. Um, where am I? Yeah, so it, it was match awareness in consecutive overs, mm-hmm. which is frustrating because, you know, we just got to the point on comms where we're going, well, we're permitted to say, you know, 52 off 21. Like The whole mm. night we're like, you know, Ireland are chasing 180 and then they're 60 for five or 70 for six. And you're like, you know, they're never going to win. Yeah. And you're like, well, actually, if you kind of squinted it a bit and you kind of ignore the fact that it's eight down, they might just win if he mm. faces, mm. you know, 20 of the last 24 balls. Yeah. In the end, he faces... Or, None or, of them. or they might at least punch even more of a hole in Australia's net run rate dreams by getting yeah, to true. within, say, 10 runs. And just on that, by the way, on the, on, the, on the first innings criticism that you levelled before, I, I would just add that Island bowled very cleverly and Balberni captain exceptionally well mm-hmm. in the field. They actually should have kept Australia about 160. The second half of Australia's innings, Ireland owned that with the exception of the two market there overs, the one that goes for 26 and the one that mm-hmm. goes for 17. So he pulls yep. level with... Baz McCarthy for having 59 conceded. That's what he conceded against Scotland, which was the Ireland record. And now right. Adair's with him today. Now, yep. it, I know you're root mathsing a little bit by saying if you scored those two overs, but they were the only two overs when they weren't dictating terms. Like, they bowled yeah. really well and just about match awareness. They bowled their spinners from the Stanley Street end, the other end here, mm. which meant they were hitting to a 90-metre boundary because the pitch was all the way over towards the mm. other side of the ground, the eastern side of the ground. So it's just the way they set it up. Uh, I know they bowled some sundries, but you can see they were bowling to a plan. They were trying to hit the tram tracks mm-hmm. to the best they could on that side. That's yeah. what got them and it Maxwell. Works, yeah, it worked on occasion. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think they, and the sides allowed to bowl well, and they, and they did bowl well. So I, I think that Australia getting 180, I think, was probably about fair they in the circumstances. They also bowled a lot of wides. They bowled, 11, I think, yeah. Belburney bowled Gareth Delaney to Marcus Stoinis, who duly punted him all over the place. I mean, you, you can't... If you've just watched Stoinis do what he did to Sri Lanka, you don't put but he didn't have any other. But he him. really didn't have any other options. He wasn't going to bowl Fionn Hand again because Fionn Hand looks like he was just... I mean, mm. I know what happened the other night was lovely with Stokes, but he looks like he wasn't was a, sure what to do. a level below. And he so he wasn't going to bowl Fionn Hand, which meant he had to get the overs from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Delaney bowled nicely to that point. Yeah. And he did bowl exceptionally well in the power play. So I get why, I mean you just got to dance with the one that brung you sometimes. Yeah. And that was Delaney for him, who's been exceptional through the tournament with the ball. All right. And then Dockrell, likewise, by the way, concedes 24 from four overs of left-arm orthodox. He's barely bowled in the competition. Mm. So, you know, yeah, it wasn't He's so back. much that it would have been great from an Australian perspective chasing net run rate had they got 200. I think 180 is probably mm. fair. And with the ball, you're right, 25 for five. Um, they should steamroll them. But that's the point when Tucker starts batting well and Delaney batted well mm. too. He was 10 off three at one point. As uh, Joan Kern is saying, I love Dockerol, um, <laughs> <laughs> who did really nicely with the ball. I thought, I mean, people will look at the scorecard and say, oh, Aaron Finch back in form, 60-odd off 40-odd, looking good. Uh, he looked awful for the first 40 balls of his innings. Yeah, like he worked he, into it, yeah. He, he hit a six early on, uh, really struggled to turn the strike over, struggled to do much more than get the insider-outside portion of the bat and get singles um, up until he was 40 off 36 balls. And and again, that's, that's not the innings you need from an opener coming in. Warner's out early as well, which he's made a habit of in this series, slaps one around the corner, caught it short, fine leg. Um, and then it takes Finch all of that time, way up until the halfway park point of the innings before. He hits a couple of sixes late that I think flatter his eventual score and then he's got hamstring tightness as well so whether he'll be fit to play on Friday who knows well there's a couple of bits here one is that anchors I think about the Mathali Raj Mm -hmm. um, 
logic. She used to always say that her role was to anchor the innings and then catch up on the strike rate later. Mm -hmm. Didn't always work, and um, David Milan does it well for England. Weirdly, Aaron Finch at 35, 10, 36 just after the final, yeah. he's actually changed roles. He's playing the Steve Smith role. He, mm. he's, he, inadvertently, he's become the anchor. He's not getting out. So he got out late today, popping mm. one down to the long on when his hamstring had gone, clearly. Yep. By the way, on that, the fact that he's talking about his scan tomorrow on radio, just then we were saying, if you're talking about going to your scan tomorrow and not giving a convincing answer about playing on Friday against Afghanistan, I would suggest he's not playing against Afghanistan. Mm. But anyway, this, this, this Steve Smith question, it might be resolved anyway through injury, but in a way they don't need to find room for him because Finch is already anchoring. Mm. And if you anchor at 143 as he did today, and he did catch up at the end, I think that's probably fine. Yeah. It's, it's but a, I think that's the a real very, problem in the one day team. a high risk game to be playing to but say, you need someone oh, I'll doing catch that up later. But, but you need someone playing that, that anchor role. Like every side's got someone, every or, side's or got someone need, who does or, it, um, who catches up it, later. So Coley was um, in the best innings we've ever seen in T20 cricket. He was 18 off 23 last week. Mm -hmm. So players do catch up yeah. um, who, who start modestly and turn the strike over, which he didn't do well today, as you say, but he did enough. Um, and that's two consecutive innings where he's faced a lot of balls not gotten out. Mm -hmm. So it's not, and, you know, he's made more than which, 500. Which can be a match-losing thing to do in a T20. Yeah, but it wasn't today because he struck at 1-4-3. So, so it wasn't match-losing. So, you know, you, you can sort of... But it's if, a high-risk kind of game. If your got bollocks, he's your uncle type thing. You know, you, you're kind of saying, well, it's, it could have been match-losing, but it, and I'm saying, well, but it wasn't. So the fact is, is that he didn't get out for 40 or 36. He did remain in. So, and in the absence... The point I'm making, though, is in the absence of another anchor... In the absence of Stephen Smith, in other words. Now, Smith might come in for Tim David regardless. Because if Tim David's done his hammy, mm -hmm. now Tim David didn't come back on at all. Uh, yeah, didn't, didn't field at all, rather. Yeah. And Marcus Stoinis, we have no idea what's going on with him. Went off, bowled one over, went off. He's got that side strain history. He's had a side strain for about five years. But, um, but no one really knows because he didn't pop his head up after going no. under, the, under the dugout. So... It might be that Smith comes in or Green comes in. My real question yeah, is... Maybe three Smiths come in. My, my, my real sort of poser for you or for anyone, really, if they need to make a change to the squad, mm. it probably needs to be a Tim David-sized replacement. Change. yeah. Um, who in Australia bats at six or seven and does that? I mean, mm. most of... I, I know that... I know Inglis has done it more and more recently. Maybe Philippi... I mean, possibly but Travis Head is a specky because Head has done it years ago, albeit yeah. in the big bash batting at five. I mean, there are ways of getting around this problem, but there's no perfect solution. And no. also, Travis Head hasn't got a great record against spin, and they're playing Afghanistan mm. next, and they're playing probably India in a semi-final if they get through. In which case, if they it, get through, you know, it probably is green because if you just want the, the sort of hits hit it out of the ground type, then he's got the possibility to do that more did he, did he bat at six or seven at all in his stint in the T20 no, side though? Like, no, he opened. It's kind of a tough thing to ask a guy to do. The thing is, batting six and seven is harder than opening, right? Sure. It, it's a specialist position. Mm -hmm. Get Dan Christian up here. Get him, uh, yeah. Yeah. Get him out of the coaching squad of the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. Are you available? To, yeah, available to play. Um, right. So uh, all of that, I mean, the start that they have with the ball ridiculous the, yeah. the double wicket maiden comes after the previous three wickets but it also comes after Ireland come out and blow it away off the top so Bel Burnie puts Hazelwood over fine league yeah. for six Sterling hits a massive six off Cummins and a four there this this is this is verging into Hall of Fame territory here but they're 17 <laughs> off nine balls Ireland right. for no wickets they then lose five wickets in 13 balls <laughs> for eight runs going well I think it was five for seven the collapse wasn't it so yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That's that's not that's not great. I mean, and and even the way that uh, Harry Tech is going to be a star. He kind of already is a star. Yeah. You know, prodigy. 
the way he's come through in short form cricket in the last few years, now translating to 50 over cricket, doing it against big teams, made a big score against India earlier this year. You know, that was a limp dismissal to Maxwell. He's so badly out of form. I wonder whether they make a change for the final game with him. Mm. Um, the other Maxwell wicket, which, oh, it was Sterling. Yeah, Sterling Match-up stuff. Match-up stuff. Yeah. Sterling before tonight had faced 20 six deliveries from Glenn Maxwell in all T20 cricket for 24 runs. So fair fucks to Finch to go, right, match up here, this works, let's give it a go. And um, that's why I was a bit surprised that Stark didn't take the new ball because mm. uh, in the last three years, Sterling's record against left arm seam is dreadful. He averages 18 against it. So I thought that's why Stark would get that first chance at Sterling. Yep. Either way, it worked out in the end. So another reason mm. why I think Finch um, is going okay, he pulled the right reins when he was out there before he got injured. His bowling changes all seem to correspond with the wicket being taken. Final word, Hall of Fame. I think it's that time for Seabus Super. Has to be. That's a superannuation fund. That means they look after your money in retirement. You send the money when you're not retired, and then they invest it for you, and then they give you more money back at the end. Uh, fantastic situation that, that works out really well. They've got a 38-year track record of doing that very well indeed. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, superannuation, one of the finest pieces of public policy ever to be implemented in this country. Um, national savings. Don't know what our national savings are now. Yep. It's in the trillions. Right up there with... Snowy hydro, public sanitation, you know, what else? Well, super's good. Yeah. Super's real good. Medicare. And, uh, and, and 74 billion uh, funds under management. Uh, we see bus with, I can't remember how many members have got anymore. Uh, a lot of them. 850,000. 850,000 of them. Uh, that trust their savings with a mob who have had an 8.88% average return, two decimal points, mm -hmm. being cricket. Average return across the 38 years they've been in existence. That's a beautiful set of numbers. And... As we say on this this part of the show, a lot of this comes down to have, having the wherewithal to getting your super sorted out. If you don't get your super sorted out, you don't get to enjoy those kind of benefits. You've got to be across it. Mm -hmm. So think about it, do it. Seabysuper.com.au. Let them let them let, let them help you. Let them help you. And let remember, you. the past performance is not, not a reliable, reliable indicator, indicator of future, future performance. performance. Uh, Hall of Fame today. Look, a few standout moments for me. Um, the, like I said, Mitchell Stark, double wicket maiden to start, ends up with two for 43 off his <laughs> four overs after um, after uh, the the young man who batted so well took, yep. took those seven boundaries off him. I'll, I'll have a word for Baza McKenzie here, um, Barry McCarthy, who picked up a wicket with his first ball and his mm -hmm. first ball with his second over as well. Mm -hmm. Ended up with three for not many. And yep. the diving stop at, well, straight hit, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he, Stoinis hits, yeah, uh, hits straight. He hits uh, Markadair straight yep. down the ground. It was and always going Markadair. for six. It was always going for six. Mackenzie, the midair, the grab, the floating backwards, the realising he can't throw it to anyone, the just, just like fadeaway jump shot, the ball back into the, into the ground to keep it to two runs instead of six. Have you ever watched the Barry Mackenzie films? Um, I feel they wouldn't stand the test of time they well. They do not stand no. the... Well, I mean, they're very racist. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, 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 what it is. that's what I was getting at. Yeah, the whole way through. I watched one on a flight recently and, um, yeah, it, it, it's very racist. Mm. Anyway, where are we? Hall of Fame. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, mm -hmm. who hit some bombs, two of them, two, th maybe three of them tonight. He hit 102 metres six, but one that he went straight two, with. Two and two, I think. Two, four, two, two and two, sixes. right. The, the, the four down the ground, I think it was Marsh smashed into the advertising boards and put it on the blink. So it mm -hmm. was literally blinking and they had to wait for two minutes to get the game back on. So mm -hmm. um, credit to him for that. Yeah, and 102 metre six to, to get the party started for him tonight. So it feels like he's just building nicely. The uh, Marcus Stoyner straight drive that I think went to the fence faster than any four I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. the hardest hit for that was off Mark Kader as well, oh. actually. <laughs> oh, I missed an obvious one. Yeah. Max, Maxie, captain of Australia. Giddy up.
actually calling the shots tonight. So, so Finch, Finch goes yeah. off and they've got Matthew Wade, who was the substitute captain last summer. They've got Stephen Smith, who led them to a World Cup in this format of the game in 2016. They've got David Warner, who was leading his T20 side before you know what and may well be... Do it again. Leading the, the, the um, Sydney Thunder this year based on the report today about him being on parole from his ban. Mm-hmm. See that? No. Yeah. Um, and there was one other. Mitch Marsh is the captain of Western Australia mm-hmm. and the Scorchers. And what do you know? GM Maxwell. He's captain of the Stars. Yeah. Why not? I couldn't agree more. But there, Maxie, Maxie um, uh, calling the shots. The camera was on him for the um, DRS countdown clock and moving a few fielders. I mean, who knows? He thinks he's out. Might it be that we're living in a Maxi Wonderland for the next week? It could be Glenn Maxwell's Australian side charging through to the finals of a World Cup. That's something to believe in. I've got one more for you, and it's, this is also Maxwell-related. Um, when it's Stoinis bowling, I can't remember who was batting, big hit, goes straight up in the air. Uh, there are a couple of players converging from different parts of the ground. Uh, Maxwell's near the edge of the circle. Steve Smith's running in. Oh, from, yeah. What was Gillespie, it? Steve Worcester. From short, short third. Now, but not Gillespie, Steve Worcester, because Steve Smith can see Glenn Maxwell in front of him. Right? He knows that Glenn Maxwell's in front of him going for a catch. But Steve Smith is so frustrated at being on the sidelines for so long that he just wants to be involved. And he just tears in there, almost creates the collision, just bails out at the last minute, but seems to be sort of annoyed afterwards like that should have been my catch when he was obviously nowhere near it. Well, I mean, well, well, it I've just, just got, doesn't have a filter well, when it comes to cricket I've, stuff. I can't switch off. got two words that come to mind when thinking about those two. Train smarter. Train smarter. Uh, that probably includes not crashing into your teammates when they're trying to take a catch. All right, that's enough from us. This has been the final word daily. Day 16 of the T20 World Cup. Big one tomorrow, England, New Zealand. Yep. Here at the Jabba. That's the second game. The first one's Afghanistan and... One of the other teams. One of the Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. It all yep. molds. It all blends in after mm-hmm. a while. Then we're off to Adelaide at 6 o'clock the following day. Mm-hmm. Can't stop, won't stop. All right, final word. Jeff Fleming, Adam Collins, thanks to CBUS. We'll see you later. Night. I had to go about it.